Welcome to the Visibility Effect Podcast. Are you ready to build a business that gives you the freedom, flexibility, and income to live a life you love? The Visibility Effect is a podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators, where we talk all things podcasting to grow your audience and build your business. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just getting started, my goal is to help you get yourself out there, become visible, and accelerate your business growth. I'm Mackenzie, your podcast host, certified launch manager, and podcast strategist for coaches, consultants, and course creators. If you're ready to get visible and grow your revenue, let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Visibility Effect Podcast. I'm excited to bring you a three-part series on how to get booked as a podcast guest. Now, I'm really excited about this series because podcast guesting can be one of the most lucrative ways to get in front of your ideal clients and grow your business. It can open up so many doors and lead to a lot of opportunities. Okay, let's jump in. In this first installment of the series, we're going to talk about who podcast guesting is for and how to set a foundation for success. So first, who is this for? Well, podcast guesting is great for established online business owners who maybe have been growing by word of mouth or referrals, but they're really looking for a way to reach more people through targeted audiences. This could be coaches, service providers, online educators, and course creators. Guesting can really set you up to be seen as a thought leader or to build your authority. Because one of the benefits of being interviewed on other podcasts is that you really shorten the time frame it takes to build trust. You're tapping into an audience that already trusts the host, and they're really giving the head nod, so to speak, to their listeners that you're a trustworthy and credible source. So if you're looking to grow by tapping into audiences that are already established, podcast guesting is one of the best ways to do that. So now that we've really determined who guesting is or is not for, let's talk about setting the foundation. So the first step is you need to have clear goals on why you even want to be guesting. Increase brand awareness, attracting and closing clients or selling more courses, to increase your footprint online by being more visible and growing maybe your social presence, your your Instagram audience or a Facebook group. And then strengthening your online authority through SEO. Now this works in a few ways. First, to give you kind of a crash course in SEO in the most basic terms, Google uses an algorithm to determine what to serve its visitors when they're doing a Google search. So for instance, if you Google your name, what shows up on page one for you? Your goal should be that your website is number one. And when you guest on podcasts, most podcasters use show notes on their website, and that should include your information, things like your website. And this is where when you're using a CTA, like a freebie, using a landing page on your website is helpful. Anything linking back to your site is called a backlink. And from Google's perspective, this is a huge signal your website has authority, and that can bump you to the top of the search. So in addition to backlinks, you'll also start to notice the podcasts you've guested on will also show up in search. This is a huge authority building piece for potential clients that may be searching for you. This will also help you choose your CTA or your call to action for the podcast you'll be on. And here's a pro tip. If your call to action is a freebie or lead magnet, 
be sure to use something like Pretty Links or a URL that you can track leads from the podcast. For example, thevisibilityeffect.com forward slash podcast name. Okay, so podcast name would be the podcast that you're on. And that will help you to determine, okay, what kind of traffic is being sent there specifically from that podcast. Okay, the next step in setting that foundation is getting clear on your target audience. If you're not already clear, you need to know who you want to be reaching. And this is extremely important because this will help you choose podcasts that are complementary to what you offer. They have the same audience or very close to the same audience. Meaning if you, for example, have a course on building an email list, that audience is also going to be interested in building funnels, creating content, running Facebook or Instagram ads. And that will be valuable to that host because it serves their audience and brings them value. So it will also increase the likelihood of you being booked because you're in alignment. And finally, in setting the foundation, you want to have a clear strategy to get booked and a system in place for researching podcasts, pitching your offer, and following up. And I always recommend using a project management tool like Asana or ClickUp to manage outreach and communication and keep track of where you are in that pitch process. I have a template for Asana that I use with my clients to manage pitching, and I'll drop the link to grab it in the episode description. So once you have those established, the next thing that you want to do in your foundation is to have a killer one sheet. One sheets are so important because it gives the podcast host or the individual handling guest management a snapshot of who you are and what you bring to the table. A couple of tips on one sheets. Let's keep it to one page. Keep it simple. Make sure that they can look at it quickly and get all of the information that they need right away. Next, you want to include your bio and your photo. Keep your bio to about 200 words. And this is really your opportunity to communicate with listeners what you do and who you serve. I also always suggest it to be written in a format that the host can use as the intro to you on their podcast episode. Again, it's about making it easy for them. Include suggested interview topics. These should show you understand their audience, their pain points, and how you are the solution or what you bring to the table that can give them a tangible result. It should also include your contact info and your social links for the host to reference or include in show notes. And then finally, suggested questions. And I love this one. This really helps the host prepare and shorten that prep time for the interview. As you formulate your questions, think about what are the frequently asked questions your leads will ask you. Listeners that reach out to you are going to have one less objection because you've already covered it in the podcast. When you're writing out your suggested topics and questions, be thinking about the stories that you can share that will help support the answers to the questions you're being asked. Give examples specific stories that you can share to bring your interview to life. Stories will help create an emotional connection and show that you have experience and really set the stage with the stories. The more detail, the better. Bring your listeners into that moment. 
what time of day, what was the weather like, what led up to that moment. And many times I'll share the story of my first client that I landed when I began my journey in the online space. I had just sat down with my kids to talk about their day. We just had supper and I got the email that they wanted to book my services. I go into a bit more detail, but you get the picture. So when you share stories like that into that moment, your listeners become more invested and they really remember that. A big mistake that people make telling stories is that they tend to rush through it. They don't give detail. They don't bring out their emotion. They just get through the story. And although it's still a story, without that emotion and painting that picture for your listeners, it's really difficult for them to be really connected to that story and be able to put themselves in that moment and how you were feeling and what was happening. If you don't have a bank of stories, start writing them. Start writing them out. Think about your topics, what you want to be interviewed about, and the stories that you can connect that revolve around that and experiences that you've had. Okay, now that we talked about the foundation, let's set some expectations. Know that you're not going to get booked on every podcast you pitch yourself to. So let's talk about the two types of pitching and what you can expect with that. So the first one is warm pitching, which is going to be much easier because you've already been introduced to them or know them. You have some type of relationship started. Typically on warm pitches, you're going to get between a 50 to 60% booking rate. Cold pitching involves a deeper strategy. I tell my clients if we're pitching to eight to 10 podcasts per month, a good goal is to be booked on one to two podcasts. And I have an overall system that lays a foundation prior to even sending a pitch. First, do your research and determine who you're going to reach out to. Look at their content, listen to some of their recent episodes, read the descriptions, Google them. Do you seem like a good fit and in alignment with their audience? If so, add them as a possibility. Add them to your long list. Then you can start to get really targeted and begin to narrow down the list. All right, that's it for today. In part two of the podcast guesting series, we'll be taking a deep dive into how to find great podcasts, the strategy behind pitching yourself, and getting booked. Hey there, thanks for joining me today on the Visibility Effect podcast. Come connect with me over on Instagram and let me know what you liked about this episode. I love hearing feedback about what resonated with you in the show. As always, you can find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at MackenzieGlanetsky.com. That's it, and we'll see you next time.